0: This week on the Lazy Geeks Podcast, Anu Shazam is cast, Marvel Favorites returning to Daredevil Season 3, and Blade Runner 2049 not doing so hot.
1: More games get Xbox One X enhancements, Justice League tracking behind Suicide Squad, and Microsoft kills off the Kinect.
0: And for Microsoft, it's all about the cloud and more. I'm Steven Vargas.
1: And I'm Adam Riley, and this is the Lazy Geeks Podcast.
0: Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Don't what the hell happened here? <laughs>
1: All right, look. <laughs>
0: Welcome to the Lazy Geeks Podcast, our weekly podcast that discuss top news from entertainment, gaming, comics, and technology. This is for the week of October 29th, 2017. Or is it? Or, no, it is. No, it is. Are you sure? Yeah, it, it's not fake news, right? It's not it's, <laughs> no. No, it's not. Okay, because
1: No, that that Tommy chick isn't on the show today. <laughs> so we're talking about that broader.
0: <laughs> uh, she's well, when when that, When that train stops and she's only like mid twenties, she's gonna have a long road to try to get another job after that.
1: She can be stuck at the station for a while, I'll (laughs) tell you that
0: much. You might see her on the light rail, you know, on your way to work. Right.
1: (laughs) It's like (laughs) oh that happened to you. (laughs) Someone told me I was like, She's popular because she's hot. It's like, no, she's popular because she speaks her mind. And I'm like, a hot chick that speaks her mind. What is that? Rare? Yeah, I know, right? And give me a break.
0: <laughs> Any chick speaks her mind, regardless of whether she's hot or not.
1: Whether you ask or not. <laughs> like just the other just the other Welcomeed day, my, or not, my
0: it's gonna be there.
1: My beautiful wife. We're at Kinko's sending off a package. I'm sorry, FedEx Express. And um, she's given all this fucking comments and shit on everything single thing I'm doing. And then I ask her one quack I can't even remember what it was. I, I ask her and she goes, I don't know. You figure it out. And I'm like, you I'm going to I'm gonna ship you somewhere. I'm gonna ship her back to El Salvador.
0: That's where you that's I'm where I'm you, ship go. Her. you know what? I don't support wife beating,
1: but I understand it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like that Bill Burr, that Bill Burr stand-up where he's like he's like, you should never hit a woman. But to say there's never a reason <laughs> 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 that thing was so funny because everybody was laughing
0: but they were like oh it's shit yeah, <laughs> yeah i remember sam kennison did the same thing he's like i don't support why i think mean. i understand it i mean i understand what yeah but when mr. sam Handing Kinnison into mr fist
1: <laughs> when sam kennison did it everyone was laughing and clapping right that because was it was 80s. a different time <laughs> i think the women were laughing. <laughs> <laughs> women are in there clapping like, yeah, yeah. I I do fuck up a lot. Right. I do. <laughs> well, anyway, like an old... that's a great start to a yeah, podcast, I know, right?
0: Especially if there are new listeners out there. They're like, oh, right. wow, okay, guys.
1: <laughs> the Lazy Geese does not condone domestic violence in any form. We just understand it sometimes. <laughs> <It's> like... No.
0: <laughs> uh, speaking of domestic violence, what are you doing for Halloween? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, we're not really do you know, what's funny is I have six children mm. and none of them like to trick or treat. Hmm. Like we've taken them out a few times and they'll, they'll be fine for about 10 minutes and then they're bored. Like they'll say stuff like, can't we just go buy candy? Why do we have <laughs> to walk around and get it? Like they, <laughs> my, my wife, my wife gets upset because she's like, they got your, Pragmatic attitude to everything, where it's like this isn't an efficient way to get candy. We literally could go to Walmart right now and just go buy a bag of candy. See,
0: your kids are you your kids. Um, should be rewarded by getting that November first candy. You know when it's all fifty percent off.
1: <laughs> we do. We do that. We we stop we stop by real quick in the morning, November first. We get all that leftovers, yeah, dude. Because yeah, it's like and, what, 50% and then we don't them? we don't let our kids gorge on candy so we we ration it out right. you know like they get a certain amount or whatever so we'll get like a few bags it'll last all the way through christmas
0: shit it's
1: great <laughs> we do the same thing for fucking uh valentine's day i
0: thought you're gonna say for thanksgiving you know we
1: ration out the food <laughs> that's right <laughs> Truth be told, I wish we bought Christmas gifts on the 26th. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Super cheap. But you know you're getting them budget toys.
0: (laughs) You're getting the shit that's last, you know.
1: I wanted Legos, but I got Jumbo bricks.
0: What the fuck is it? <laughs> I wanted Legos. But what are these fucking Lincoln logs? What are these?
1: <laughs> Dollar Tree exclusive? What the fuck? <laughs> hey, first of all, Lincoln logs are legit. Oh, I, I had, had those I, when I, I
0: was. A oh, kid. hell yeah, dude! I used to build so much shit out of those. I used my, my parents used to got me like the the log cabin and all the shit, and I just piled them all together and build like big ass.
1: <laughs> yeah, know, those big ass things. You had enough of them, you could build a fucking fort. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, um, weird news. Mm.
0: Zachary Levi is going to be Shazam.
1: Listen, (laughs) I
0: like Chuck. Don't get me wrong.
1: (laughs) I like, I like Zachary Levi. I think he's dope. And big buds. Right. But I don't, I don't see him as Shazam. Now, for those who don't know, Shazam needs to be played by two people. So I'm assuming he's going to be the Shazam Shazam. Like, you, he's he, not going to be Billy Batson. <laughs> no, <laughs> that, that actually would make more sense.
0: <laughs> oh, no, they're going to fucking do uh, Captain America on him. They're going to have this little kid's body with with uh, Zachary Levi's face. Yeah, on
1: kid. <laughs> they need to do that with the beard and everything. <laughs> so first of all, Zachary Levi, I, I love Zachary Levi. He's hilarious. Right. Um. He's a good actor. No issues with him. But I just, what's a recent picture? Because he don't look as big as Shazam. Shazam's bigger than Superman.
0: Well, I have the the link that I have shows a picture of him from Collider, and I think that might be Chuck. I've seen him recently, and he still looks the same. His hair is a little more, you know, scraggly. But they said that he, um, I read somewhere where he's now like he's beginning training to become Shazam. I'm like, okay, but still, I mean,
1: yes, but will he be able? Henry to- Cavill, right. Literally looks like Superman, right? And Shazam is bigger than Superman, and even and even
0: Affleck, you know, he's he's yeah. tall, he's broad-shouldered, but you know, he worked out more to kind of become Batman, so he filled out. Even fucking Christian Bale ha- filled out, but he didn't get like Affleck, you know, Affleck size.
1: Now I I was talking about It's gonna be this, a lot of
0: protein this, shakes is what I'm saying, you know.
1: Shit, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Steve Steve um Steve brought this to my attention because I had seen it. And I told someone and they're like, Well, who cares? Like, why do, why are you so worried about if he looks the pot? And I'm like, Really? Because when Wonder Woman was coming out, everyone was really interested yeah. in if she looked the pot or not.
0: Yeah, and the fact that she had her chest wasn't as big as one. It's like going, Okay, let's calm down a little bit, you know. <laughs> Did you see? Ever see that? Did you ever see those angry tweets that she had done for uh, Jimmy Kimmel? And yeah, yeah, she's like, you know, wear her her breast, and then she looks down. She's like, they're
1: here. (laughs) She's so funny. Like she's she's not Hollywood about it. Like she just doesn't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. Just whatever. You know what I think it is too? Is she has the benefit of living somewhere else? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, so she doesn't. She leaves, and she doesn't have to really hear it.
0: Yeah, but there's also the fact that she kind of knows what's more important. (laughs) You
1: know, she also probably owns several mirrors <laughs> right. and is fully aware of how fucking gorgeous. she. Is. But I actually watched Wonder Woman today because I was uh, doing laundry and I had it with me. like, bucket. Um. So, yeah, I mean. The only the only real good thing about this is while Billy Batson turns into Shazam physically, he's still Billy Batson mentally. Which would so be good I, in,
0: in that aspect because I can see him right. doing that, you know?
1: I can see him being like, I think Billy Batson's like, what, 12? Something like that. So I can see him doing that and being silly and stuff like that. But I, he's going to need a yoke out. Yeah. Like, he's going to be hanging out with um, the Adam <laughs> for some tips.
0: Right. I mean, <laughs> it's like somebody's going to even ask him, do you lift, bro?
1: But I think I think he can... Pull it off. He has an what an average frame. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, he's an you know, He's, not... he's kind
0: of lean, so we'll have yeah. to see how he actually forgive the term measures up to uh... as
1: long as they as long as they don't try to CGI it, dude, because that that always looks so weak. Now that's
0: the thing is, and I noticed that with a lot of a lot of characters, even even Tobey Maguire, you know, he leaned up, you know, and and yeah. got into shape to play Spider Man. So. It'll be interesting to see how this turns out, but yeah, I'm I'm a little like, okay, there's definitely a type they're going for, so I'm not exactly sure what that type may be, but you know, we'll we'll have to see. How but then it may. Out.
1: When when is this movie supposed?
0: to – There's no release date on it yet. Every it's okay. So then just it finished, makes sense. They just finished Aquaman, and uh, right. So they're assuming that maybe the Flash will go next, or Flash. It makes
1: sense that it makes sense. We're hearing who is playing Shazam. This early in the game because he needs to go to training. and shit.
0: Well, it's like Brie Larson. You know, what did we hear like a year ago that she was going to be uh, Captain Marvel, and yeah. the movie hasn't because she
1: needs to train too. Yeah, not that hard. Brie because... Larson. <laughs> oh my god, Jesus Christ! <laughs> hey, <laughs> I tell you what, they're they're casting these uh these fem- these female roles perfectly fine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm waiting for Mira. Mira <laughs> would be looking fine as fuck. I'm mean, goddamn. <laughs> No wonder Aquaman don't come up that much. He's busy. (laughs) I wouldn't either. Hello.
0: (laughs) All right. Our main topic this week will be about what hardware you need and like, do you actually need it? All of it. All of it. Yeah. (laughs) But before we, uh, before that, let's talk about, uh, I don't know. What do you think? Headlines? I think so. Okay. Let's, let's try Headlines. So in inter- I
1: changed my mind. I want to talk about other stuff. No, just
0: <laughs> Too late. <laughs> <laughs> so, in entertainment news, uh, there have been reports that Wilson Fisk would be returning again to Daredevil after the events of The Defenders. It seems that Hell's Kitchen is open for the taking, not to mention the reports of Born Again being a possible story arc for Season 3. However, everything has remained up in the air, but now we have some clarity. Eric Olson. Will take over the title of showrunner for the third season of the series. That makes three different showrunners in as many years. He was a writer and producer on CW's Arrow during the third season, which brought on metahumans. Olson also uh, wrote and produced for Amazon's The Man in the High Castle. So he has some decent pedigree. It seems that everyone's favorite crime boss will also be returning. In season three, Vincent D'Onofrio will reprise his role as Wilson Fisk. Quote, Vincent is an exceptional actor who returns with an incredible gravitas he brings to Fisk, says executive producer Marvel TV boss Jeff Loeb, adding, we're very excited how Marvel's Daredevil developed through. The creative lens and guidance of our new showrunner Eric Olson. There's no release date for the third season, but is expected to be released in 2018. Currently, we have The Punisher debuting in November, and Jessica John's second season has already gone into production, and the series is expected to drop in early 2018. Uh I'm I'm excited about this because Vincent D'Onofrio is a very very imposing
1: Wilson Fisk. He did a spectacular fucking uh, just job. Just ri-
0: writing that line of being very calm, and then just when he loses his temper, you know, it was just like, "You're like, oh fuck, dude! I just, I just want to see him in the white suit now." That's what I'm waiting yeah. for.
1: <laughs> I just my one of my favorite scenes that really defined William Fisk in that whole season was when he took care of that dude. Um, next to the bridge. Oh, we just fucking door? smashed him into the car. Oh, yeah. I was like, fuck <laughs> like that's, that's Fisk. Right. You know, cause I think everyone remembers Fisk more from the cartoon. Yeah. Where he was more, more silly. Yeah. You know, and, he was, and, he's a big dude, but.
0: And then, you know, of course from the daredevil movie.
1: yes, yeah, Which.
0: Right. Was actually,
1: that was the be- most well done character in the entire movie. Well,
0: yeah. I mean, but you also have Michael Clark Duncan playing that. You know?
1: Right. I miss Michael Clark. Doug. I know, I you, miss him. The shit. Dude. Oh yeah. Anyway, we're gonna get sad now. And <laughs> every shit once in now. a
0: while, I'll watch him on ta- Talladega Nights.
1: <laughs> Fuck Talladega Nights. We talk about um, the Green Mile, yeah. and that's the movie, dude. Oh yeah. Um. All right. So, the debut of Blade Runner two thousand forty nine in China this week won't be enough to save director Dennis Um. Villeneuve sci-fi sequel from being a flop. As reported by Forbes, the film opened to a mere 2.4 million on Friday at the box office in China and is expected to make roughly 7 to 8 million over the weekend and 15 to 20 million t- total in the country. Now let me just pause real quick pause, because there might be some people that are listening going, why are we talking about China? We're talking about China because China is one of the largest movie um, what is it? area market thank you (laughs) One of the largest film markets in the world and we're noticing in hollywood they're really trying to romance the chinese market um and sometimes it's a pain in the ass because you have to do certain things to to get in there because you know they have a they have rules yeah um
0: like suicide squad didn't air in china
1: yeah it didn't and it would have made some serious fucking dough too yeah now, I'm sure everyone has seen it in China. Yeah. <laughs> but no one paid for it. Like those of um, those
0: of you that are listening to us in China right now. <laughs> hello by the way.
1: Um we know you're there. <laughs> uh, how do you say thank you in Chinese? Ni hao?
0: Uh sure. I was yeah, I was I was, was going to give the 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 Mexican version, you know, which thank is you thank you you-o, in...
1: you-o. <laughs> Thank you in Chinese. I I can't pronounce squiggly lines. <laughs> Oh no, it's shishi. Shishi. Oh, shishi. Shishi. Look, thanks. <laughs> obviously, obviously you speak English if you can listen to the fucking podcast. Um, Blade Runner 2049 was not a cheap film to make, boasting a reported production budget of 150 million before market cost, marketing costs. The film has earned just shy of 200 million worldwide, with 77 million of those earnings coming from North America. Um, despite the glowing reception Blade Runner 2049 received from critics the movie underwhelmed in its opening weekend in North America debuting well below expectations meanwhile geo storm was the box office leader on Friday in China um, the Gerald Butler led disaster movie which flopped in its North American debut and it's projected to lose 50 to 100 million earned 10.1 million it seems like China likes 80s style action movies.
0: They just, they, it seems that they like just like the big blockbustery kind of stuff. Like they eat that shit up.
1: Like, and I'm not, and I'm not trying to say that Chinese people are not intellectual or intelligent. That's far the farthest from the truth. But they seem to just like that really easy to digest, yeah. action stuff. Well, like you, something that's. If you look at some of the stuff that they they've liked,
0: Wonder Woman, Spider Man,
1: right. And they and we we do know that Chinese markets love when it's a big American actor. Yeah. Tom Cruise um, does well in China. Tom Cruise does very well, Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Um any any of our are really the new classic as they call right. it, um, Hollywood actors. So, you know, it's just it's a different culture, it's a different market, you know. And I, I think um I think a large part with Blade Runner is you get a lot of people who have seen the original one. They go, they go check out the new cut. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but they don't really have that in China. Yeah, you know, so it's just a different market. But that's the problem that Hollywood's trying to figure out now.
0: Well, one of the things, like, um, I know, like one of the uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Homecoming for the longest time was getting ridiculed by by a few saying like. Oh, you know, it's not pulling the same numbers as all the other ones, and we're not sure if it's gonna be a hit yet until it opened in China. Then it became Spider Man because of China, Spider Man Homecoming became the bi- um this, the highest grossing uh yeah. comic book movie of the year. And that, I that's honestly just think, how much money they put into it. Like that's how much money I hon- they give.
1: When you hear about China and with when it comes to the movies, it reminds me of how America was in the eighties and nineties. Where the movies was such a big deal, yeah. Like, oh, we're going to see, we have to see that movie. Nowadays, people don't. A lot of people wait. They have huge TVs at home, right? And they're just patient. And I'll see it when it comes and out. And then you got, I mean, you got you know,
0: Netflix, Hulu, you know, right. voodoo and all, you
1: know, and that doo
0: doo, you know, whatever, whatever. That that voodoo, voodoo that you do, right? Do. <laughs> you know. And then it, I, it has
1: to. There has to be part of it with China where entertainment from outside of China is is gone through a filter and they don't necessarily they don't have thousands upon thousands of choices legally any anyway. Right. <laughs> you know, so well, you know you got a great per- Chinese firewall. <laughs> right. It, which which has a lot of holes in it. Um it's it must be a bigger deal yeah to that. I mean it, to me know? it just
0: seems that China is a great um uh devourer of of film media as China, as japan is for uh american music media like, yes. you know they J- japan devours
1: england too yeah, for, when it, on the music front yeah
0: when they they just devour music media um if you guys ever watch this uh documentary about um tower records the rise and fall of tower records great documentary by the way but they show when they opened up tower records in japan and just the influx of people and they made $70,000 in one night. You know, right. and it's just because they're buying and they're not getting the the Japanese release, they're getting the American release, you know, imported to Japan. So it's that kind of thing and and I think that's kind of that culture. It's the same thing with um uh I think they say with uh with some with a lot of other uh cultures or countries just devour American media.
1: I think I think a lot of it too is is
0: because we're I mean, kind of just a fantasy land. You know.
1: Yeah, we we are Disneyland. Yeah,
0: we we really are the the pop culture Disneyland.
1: But I th- I think a lot of it too with China. I mean, just a few years ago they were able to legally buy game consoles. Yeah. You know, so a lot of stuff is lo- has been locked down from them for a long time. I mean, was and it now in the last all couple of a sudden, months they
0: just got iPhones.
1: Yeah. yeah. And they make them. Yeah,
0: I know, right? Yeah. Which now is you, a real fucking. Now you've made them. Now you can own one too.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Those, those, Bullshit. those fuckers at Foxconn better get free ones. That's all I'm you saying. You know what's
1: funny? You know what's funny is they have them in China now. But then I was reading reports that the Chinese were like, uh, these are way too expensive. <laughs> because now china has their own phones yeah. that actually aren't bad mm-hmm. they're they have quality phones out of china and they are sold at cost yeah they they're they don't play the fucking the games that we have to play yeah you know so it's and and you know chinese are, the chinese are very um loyal people to their to their um to their stuff right you know well it's like the so they're good Right. Yeah. So they're going to lean more towards their things. Yeah. And the Japanese make all cool shit anyway. Yeah. So they don't really. It's not need, like, the Japanese like the... are,
0: It's not like you're going to see a sudden rise in Xbox One X sales in Japan, you know? <laughs> yeah. Japan hates the Xbox. More than like Adam. They... More than Adam. No, I'm just
1: <laughs> no, I love the Xbox.
0: <laughs> they hate the Xbox about as much
1: as Adam hates the PS4. It's true. <laughs> No, they no seriously, it does nothing. Yeah. Every time Microsoft comes out with a new, they game don't even concept, bother they don't anymore. Care. Now it's no, they just, they just like <laughs> they probably don't even notice it's out. Right,
0: like oh, we got these new risers. What are what's on the side? Xbox One X. I don't know what. I'll oh, just put the uh, go ahead and put the PlayStation display on top of that box. <laughs> right, it's like hey, um,
1: I see you have these Xbox out. Uh, do you have any? playstations you're going to put on top of them because i'm confused as to why, like they're just propping up playstation displays
0: yeah. they're the faded boxes in the window that display the playstations and all the PlayStation i wonder sets.
1: i'm curious to see the numbers how the surface line does out there <laughs> if it's even the, there su-
0: the surface line is subsurface in japan i'm, I'm pretty well sure. because
1: they they must use windows because that's kind of a different thing
0: yeah but i mean The problem with the problem with Microsoft is that it, well, that's just a whole nother conversation for another time. We can talk about that later. Um, But uh, later on. Oh, no, we're talking about it now, (laughs) motherfucker. Later on in the show. I mean, Um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't even know about that. But let's move on into gaming news. So in gaming news. One of the most stellar games from Rockstar between Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption was their 2011 crime drama, LA Noir. When the game was released nearly seven years ago, the game was on two discs for the Xbox 360. However, the new upgraded version of the game will come out next month and a new trailer shows it all off in stunning glory. The new trailer shows off the game in 4K. Uh, Obviously, you'll need to see the video in 4K to truly see it, but not necessarily. If you remember the game on the Xbox 360 or the PS3, it will wet your appetite for the game. With the 4K resolution, you'll be able to play it on the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X. And for those of you with older models, the game will render in 1080p. While uh, you will see a slew of visual upgrades, the updated version will accompany with all the game's DLC expansions. If VR is your thing, a modified version called L.E. Noir, the VR case... Files will be released for the HTC Vive that offering will contain quote seven select cases rebuilt for VR In quote the game will be released on November 14th for the PlayStation 4 Xbox one and Nintendo switch And this will mark one of three mature titles being released for the switch along with doom and Skyrim Nintendo is growing their market base Keep in mind that the switch copy will run you ten bucks more than other consoles the cost increases due to rockstar creating the game esp- especially for the switch and physically too
1: oh Ellie yeah, lenoir the shit
0: yeah i saw that new trailer and i was i saw it in 1080p and i was like oh my god <laughs>
1: it's just it's just gonna be so fucking dope. oh yeah like the game the game is so is so dope and it's one of those games that like it it's set in like the 30s yeah right so it's it's kind of timeless
0: it's noir in and of itself which is perfect for that game but just uh, just the the storytelling the grand, theft, the little bit of the grand theft all the side missions the cases to get yep. promoted it's just so involved and that's it's one of the for me these these games are the reason for single players for single yep. player campaigns you know everybody's like oh well you know you gotta you know you have to have multiplayer for to be a success bullshit rockstar has done it for so long they do, and then they throw in the um, DLC for multiplayer. But the game itself is played for the single player
1: campaign. Well, it's actually a real shame. It was recently announced that uh, Grand Theft Auto V won't be receiving any more single player yeah. expansion. Yeah, I heard about that. And they'll only be focusing online. I mean, I guess that makes sense. We're we're the game's old enough now. Yeah, you know, and, and, and people are sure, all playing online. And
0: I'm pretty sure that everybody who's played it has played it, and you know, and then just you know, when they go on, they just go on to kind of. You know achieve everything, you know.
1: To- I gotta admit, though, Grand Theft Auto 5 online is dope, but <laughs> it's just fun. It is what it is. Um, this next story comes from the lazygeeks.com bitches, so uh, pay attention. <laughs> That's right. One of the biggest selling points, uh, Microsoft is using on the Xbox One X is their enhanced program. According to IGN, Microsoft announced on Monday that four Xbox 360 games will be included in the enhancements. The enhancements for the upcoming games will include tweaks that increase the on-screen pixels to nine times. Some will have a 10-bit color palette and even HDR support. Halo 3, Assassin's Creed, Fallout 3, and the Elder Scrolls 4 Oblivion. <laughs> I don't know if you could tell which one I'm more excited about. Assassin's Creed? Yeah. Uh, we'll have Assassin's the, en- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we'll have the enhanced <laughs> logo. <laughs> You don't even know me, man! <laughs> Which indicates that the game, the games were enhanced to, toward the new console. Of course, the games will not render in 4K and HDR, but they will be greatly improved while running on the Xbox One X. Keep in mind that upscaling will happen to each game that is played on the Xbox One X, regardless of whether it is an older Xbox One or Xbox 360 playable via backwards compatibility. Of course, this will include the recently announced original Xbox titles that were announced on Monday, which I'm kind of excited about too. Um, so yeah, that's pretty cool. First of all, Oblivion is a great game. <laughs> yeah. If you're, you're an if you're an Elder Scrolls fan, you're buying that. Oh, yeah. like there, there's no joke. But, um, but those, it has those little...
0: particular titles are specifically like one nostalgia titles, but like those are the ones that everybody wants to play and everybody's playing. Now it's like going, oh, the original Assassin's Creed on there, oh, Elder Scrolls on there. You know, it's like. Yeah. Halo? Oh shit! You know that that's going to get people to play those on there.
1: And you know, a game I'm I'm more I'm the most excited about with the original Xbox games, hmm. Star Wars: Knights of the Old Fuck Republic, yeah, motherfucker. Ooh, yeah. That game was dope. I, I remember when that game came out, and I was like. Who fucking made this? Like, I was like,
0: Jesus. I know when I saw, when I put that on the list out, and I'm looking at the list, and then I see Star Wars Knights, I was like, what the fuck? They did that? I
1: was like, shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> bravo. 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 Fucking hell. Well done, Microsoft.
0: Well done. Moving on into comic news. Frank Castle might not have his War Machine armor just yet in the preview pages, but the man known as the Punisher is as deadly as ever when he enters the Marvel legacy era. According to CBR, quote, one of the Things that I find so fascinating about The Punisher is how unwavering he is, writer Matt Rosenberg told CBR in a recent interview. He has one goal, put as many bad guys in the ground as possible, and he will do anything to get there. It's a pretty good summary of what we will see in the in the following preview for Punisher 218, illustrated by, illustrated by Garu Villanova and colors by Lee uh, L- Lowridge, I'm assuming. Um... And in the preview, you get the co- uh, one of the variant cover images is Frank Castle in the War Machine armor with the skull on the front. Punisher 218, uh, Frank Castle War Machine Part 1. For years, Frank Castle has been fighting a one-man war against criminals who endanger the innocent. And when a certain one-eyed operative offers him the tools to make his fight global, how could he say no? find out how frank uh find out how Frank found his way into the war machine armor plus three bonus marvel premier pages and that is set to uh that is set to come out i believe in uh, december mm so that's a little interesting
1: uh, okay the punish is gonna be dope oh yeah like. I'm glad that he's making a little bit of a comeback with the show and stuff like that. It's a really good character. I think because he's a character that's kind of layered too. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it I, isn't so cut and dry. And
0: that's the big problem that you've had with some of the previous. Um, it looks like through the, uh, through the trailer for the Netflix series that it's going to be layered. Like it's going to be one of those where he's not just doing it to do it. You know, there, right. there's a reason why. But, you know, it's easy on those other movies to just kind of make it how he kills people and make that like epic kills or what have you.
1: One of my favorite lines from the comics with Punisher was when um it was during Civil War and him and Captain America had an argument. Captain America put him up on the wall and uh he said we're both Punisher said we're both veterans, but you you're a veteran of a war where we won. I'm a veteran of a war where we lost. Mm. You know, and it, it kind of put it into perspective a little bit. And just the artwork was dope and shit like that. <laughs> but um yeah, so Moving right along, what if I can? Um, this is this is. Look, I know we talk about comics. <laughs> I picked something from the movie because slow news day for real. Like I, I could not find anything. Um, it appears Justice League might open behind Batman vs Superman and Suicide Squad. According to the Hollywood Reporter, the upcoming DC superhero ensemble film is tracking to open in the one hundred and ten million to one hundred and twenty million range domestically. This puts it behind. Uh, Batman vs Superman's 166 million U.S. opening and Suicide Squad's 133.7 million uh, dollar opening. Still, Justice League is tracking to open ahead of Wonder Woman, which grossed 103.3 million in its first weekend at the U.S. box office earlier this year. My question: How do they figure this out? I th- you just ask people are hey, you gonna go see justice league yeah no? it's
0: like that dude goes out to go hey man you gonna go see okay so that's uh so you go and process about 1250 so we'll go ahead and put 1250 right there yo you're gonna see it in imax or uh like regular shit ah oh, fuck that imax shit i ain't paying 20 bucks for that okay so we'll put them down as 1250 then uh, no i think a lot of it is because they do uh pre-ticket sales and that's usually yeah
1: but these numbers aren't I'm not. I'm not sitting here making excuses for Justice League, but it, it the Suicide Squad. I think I remember it wasn't. It didn't even track that high, or what it made.
0: I think it came in right at about expectation, but it didn't like boast beyond expectation. I to be honest, oh, um, I remember reading something about this, and they're saying that because they're going also. I think based off of um hype. I think the problem yeah. is is because Thor opens two weeks before that, and all the press about Thor has been really positive. And I think everybody's looking to go into that, and everybody's like going, "Yeah, once Thor finally hits theaters, I think we're going to see the hype for Justice League probably pick up a little bit before that." And...
1: Yeah, because there won't be two things to worry right.
0: about. Yeah, exactly. And it's still like a month off till Star Wars. So,
1: well, so Box Office Observers note that Warner Brothers has yet uh, has yet to make its final marketing push for Justice League. Which might still have an effect on its opening box office totals. Uh, meanwhile, Thor: Ragnarok, as we were talking about, will open in theaters two weeks before Justice League on November third. Marvel Studios' uh, latest is expected to make between ninety million and a hundred million over the November three to five weekend. Um, Justice League opens in theaters on November seventeenth. Um, which I know I'm going to see. Yeah,
0: definitely. I'm I'm very curious to see how it turns out.
1: Justice League has this. It's on the IGN article, but they have this Justice League limited edition watch set, and it actually looks it looks fucking clean, dude. Like for real. I'm just saying. the battery of my watch starting to be a little funny. Right. And I usually I don't buy expensive watches, so I usually just go buy another watch. But all right, I'm just you know just saying. Right, right. Watch look clean. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, moving on into technology news uh, this week, it's all about Microsoft. So Microsoft has, as it should be. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Microsoft has been making a few inroads in the last quarter. They announced their first quarterly earnings for 2018. The company begins their fiscal year in January, in July, sorry, and has growth for uh, from and has and yeah saw a growth from their last um, their last one. Overall, the company reported 24.5 billion in overall revenue. That is a 12 percent increase from this time last year. Some of that is being linked to the rise in sales of surf- the Surface line, which has been non-existent in the last few years. And after a decline last quarter, Microsoft saw a 12% increase in year over year. Much of that was been directed to the release of the surface laptop and the surface pro however it seems cloud revenue is the biggest has the biggest drawing power microsoft is reporting almost 20 billion this past quarter azure dominates with a 90 percent revenue increase from this time last year their revenue for office 365 saw increases as well their commercial office 365 saw a 42 percent increase while their cus- consumer um, Office 365 has 28 million subscribers. It wasn't all good news for Microsoft. Revenue for their personal computing markets remained stagnant. Windows OEM revenue went up just 4% and commercial windows and cloud services increased by 7%. Gaming revenue only increased by 1% while Xbox consoles are not moving. Software for consoles increased by 21%. That could change with the Xbox One X being released in November. Quote, our our results reflect accelerated innovation and increased usage and engagement across all businesses as consumers continue to choose Microsoft to help them transform, uh, said Nadella in a statement so i mean microsoft has been making some good put good pushes um you know even with the cloud and the thing is is you know cloud service for them has greatly improved
1: yes it has you know
0: and um and you know even 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 with them not offering as much space free wise when you sign up for 365 you it's kind of almost the amazon of of office because of the fact you get that you get one terabyte of free space you know and then you know you can you know and then you know with buying office you're not limited you could just buy single ones but they're you know 100 bucks you're buying five
1: one thing that i think is dope is you get office 365 and um i have the one for five users i actually just renewed it and um each user gets a terabyte That's that's fucking that's generous as fuck, <laughs> right. you know. compared Compared to some other cats, you know. So I, I think I think with that and a few other things, Microsoft's being very aggressive, and they they really want to be on that forefront. And and they I mean they already have such an advantage with being Windows. You know, most people are already using Windows. Um, they've really they've been also aggressive. Um, like okay, yeah, the Windows phone it didn't work out, but they've been they've been. Fucking hitting it, hitting the ground running with um, these apps, and they 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 all work very well. Um, I'm impressed. Like I, I still, I know I said last podcast I was trying out using the Microsoft Experience on my Android phone. I'm still using it. You know, I, I have no issues with it whatsoever. Um, Edge crashes sometimes, but in their defense, it's in preview right. <laughs> it's um, been in preview but, since it launched. <laughs> right, um, but it's. It, I like it. It's very fast, very clean. I think the only time it crashes is if I go to, like, um, a site like uh, Target.com or Walmart.com because it's so many fucking images and it's filtering things. No, Pornhub works fine. (laughs) Um, So... but yeah, it's dope. I like it because, and I'm still using Edge on my computer and all that. I feel like a Microsoft fanboy at this point. Redmond, what's up? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like, where you at? Um, send me. You, know, you want to send me a be, Surface be to, to re- test
0: out? We'd be able to really, really become Microsoft fanboys if we just had access to some stuff. You know, like Surface laptops or you know Listen, Surface tablets. You know, things like that.
1: I'm more. I'll even take it. I'll even do the reviews you would where say, they I'll send. I'll it. even take it. <laughs> no, I'll even. Do the reviews where they want you to send it back?
0: Right, right, right.
1: I'll just feel special in that way. Yeah. Like I'll send it right back to you, pr- nice and clean. But I'll do you. I'll do you a nice little review, an honest review. <laughs> Ain't no sucking up. <laughs> that was one thing I liked about this. This dude on YouTube, um, Austin Evans, and I watch a lot of his reviews. He does reviews of different things, and they, you know, he's one of those cats where they send him things, but they sent him to Shanghai. And I was looking at reviews of surface because I'm kind of thinking about them and stuff. And they sent they Microsoft sends him to Shanghai for their whole setup of their new line. And it had the their little the desktop surface, the whole surface bit. And he was still in Shanghai in the Microsoft thing. And he's going, here's a few things I don't like. I'm like, respect. (laughs) Right. Most people be like, everything here is perfect. Yeah. Shanghai's beautiful. <laughs> and <laughs> no, he respect on that cat because he he kept it real. I I had to give him a shout out because uh his reviews are always legit. Like he he'll, he'll let you know. Yeah. But he's not he's also not fuck this piece of shit. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Apple for life. <laughs> right. Um so moving right along. Mm. Microsoft. So, yeah, yeah. What's up? It's been 7 years. It's been, it's been a long, long time. <laughs> <laughs> It's been seven years and since it's the introduction of is finally here <laughs> <laughs> It's been seven years since the introduction of the Kinect by Microsoft uh, as part of their motion dedicated device to combat the Nintendo Wii since its removal as a mandatory bundling with the Xbox one. its future remained in doubt. Microsoft confirmed on Wednesday that it will no longer manufacture the device and none will be um none will be. None will be sold once retailers um, sell out of their supply. Um, Fastcode Design reported the news on Wednesday. The site claims that support for the Kinect will continue for those one or two of <laughs> <laughs> you that own one, um, but ongoing developer tools remain unclear. For those of you keeping score, the the writing has been on the wall for the past three years. Its future came into doubt when Microsoft removed it from the Xbox One bundle. Yeah, they removed it because everyone was fucking pissed. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Because it I don't was want always supposed to be on too, and it was like, yeah, yeah. It, that was that was back when Microsoft was kind of fucking up. That was before and the, the and whole the... regime change when they were like, oh, you know, right. nobody
0: wants it. And then the and then the PS4 was priced a hundred dollars less, so they're like, yeah, we'll drop that.
1: Right then they slid in some new management that was like, maybe, maybe we'll just do what you guys want. Yeah, How about that? Right, um, no more Balmer. Right, it I was kind of a miss foregone. He like,
0: always said some stupid I do. shit. <laughs>
1: Do you remember that old commercial he did for, like, I think it was Windows 3.1? And he was like, he literally was a dude going, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> you look this shit up on YouTube. He
0: was like the, the uh, what's that um, business guy, Kramer from, like, MSNBC. You expect
1: with the hammers and shit and the horns and all that. <laughs> so great. So great. It was a foregone conclusion that the device was on its way out when the Xbox One S arrived with no dedicated Connect port. For those that had a Connect, they would have to fork over another 50 dollars an adapter it has been reported that 35 million connect devices were sold over the product's lifetime the devices that's not that bad um, the, device's propo- propose, the devices propose the devices proposed came into doubt oh purpose i'm sorry i'm re i read that wrong <laughs> the device's purpose came into doubt prior to the release of the xbox one at age had commented um that the Kinect. Would be used to gather data from its users and target advertisements, which Microsoft later walked back. Not to mention the Kinect would always be on, mostly its microphone, which gave consumers pause over concern or er, over privacy concerns. You know, what's funny is I was like, I don't like that always on thing, and now my Cortana mic is always on. <laughs> like, well,
0: it, yeah, well, that, and then now you have the Alexa. You know, you have yeah. like, you know the amp.
1: It's funny how people give a fuck and then they don't. As soon as something gives them what they want, they they don't care like I I am not this is my personal I'm not comfortable with a camera being on all the time right like that is a little much a microphone I don't care you know because I'm not I don't have the nuclear launch codes you know like you wanna you wanna listen to me fucking um tell my kid to go to bed go right ahead well now you're you seeing, it, now if, you, if, you,
0: if you if you really look at it like you now you're seeing videos of that put a tape over your camera thing popping up again. Yeah, because you know, that cycle is coming back around.
1: But the funny thing is I tell people that I don't have a webcam and they look at me like I'm funny. Like what? That's yeah. because most people have laptops, though. But yeah. but they're like, well, how can you not have a webcam? Because like, I don't need one. What the fuck do I need not a webcam yet. for? Right. <laughs> but then but then the same people that sit there and go, I don't have fucking cameras because that they can watch you. They'll look right down at their phone, their iPhones, right. to go look at something. And forget. You guys are all fucking and weird. Like,
0: no, yeah, you, you got one right there.
1: Right. <laughs> So once their pricing was $100 more than the PlayStation 4, they removed the Kinect to make their pricing even with the Sony's console, which was a good move. Without the use of the Kinect, it gave developers extra processing power for their titles. And by E3 2015, no Kinect-related news was mentioned. Manufacturing for Kinect for Xbox One has ended, but it is not the end of the journey for the technology, a Microsoft representative said in a statement to Polygon. Kinect continues to delight tens of millions of Xbox owners and Connect innovations live on in Xbox One, Xbox 10, Cortana, Windows holographic and future technology. That's the thing is the technology in the Connect really get paved the way for a few other things. Yeah. Um and it also that technology is now used um in the medical field, in the science in the sciences. If you actually, you even, know so if you,
0: I was even watching something I, um I I can't remember what news broadcast it was but they were creating like rovers and they were fucking using Connects.
1: Yeah. yeah, so it's not. I'm not the connect as a technology is not a loss. No, uh, it's a win. But as a consumer product, this video game thing, eh, it didn't really work it, out. It, it, However, they
0: jumped, on, they jumped on it after the Wii.
1: Right, and it worked when the Wii was out All Right. because people are like, oh, I got, I got an Xbox. I can, I could play these these games are a little more dope stuff like that. But then once the Wii was gone, there was no comparison anymore, and it became a niche that no one cared about it. Anymore. Um, but I actually, I'm actually excited about this because I still want to connect for my Xbox One, <laughs> but I only want it for one reason, and that's Skype. Oh, okay. so now if I get you know, one,
0: you can they they do offer uh, they do sell webcams that are compatible for the Xbox.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Okay. But the Connect one was dope because it would follow you. All oh, right, you know what I mean. And it has a it has a pretty wide lens, and it has a mount for the top of the TV and all that bullshit. So if I'm talking to family in, in LA. Or even just I want to say what's up to Steve. Yeah. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Little video little video conference on the couch. <laughs> you know? Maybe wear something sexy, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know, whatever works, dude. Little line of Richie let's, on the hi-fi. <laughs> let's check out the price real quick. Here we go. For the Kinect. Connect. See, it's fifty-six dollars. <laughs> Bro, the Kinect was $130 last year. Yep. I'm picking one up. That's no doubt, dude. <laughs> The one for the 360 is 40 bucks.
0: I still have my 360 too. <laughs> I have you know yours. You don't want to have at. yours.
1: And the and the mount clip for it to mount it to your TV is $7. Yeah, of course it is. I'm down with that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get that we can Skype fucking uh family. Right. I can Skype your dumbass. <laughs> Which let's be honest, Steve, when I say family, I mean Steve as well. <laughs> Cuz we we tight like that. You know what I mean? But it's like, like
0: that meme when they tell you you're family now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Your family now. <laughs> I don't know. I and, and there are still... It would be nice if Microsoft did everyone a solid. Those of us that have children. And made all the Xbox 360 Kinect titles backwards compatible. I'm going to be real. Because some of those games were fun for kids. My, my kids had tons of fun. When we had the... Before the Xbox One, and there was a 360. I had the Kinect. Tons of fun. Playing those little silly games. Right. Back then, we we're in a tiny room, so the sensor would keep getting confused and shit. And <laughs> they still, they just had so much fun playing the Connect Adventures and all all that bullshit. So, um, if they could do, they actually just released a um, Connect game.
0: Yeah, they did. Do yeah. you know
1: that? They, I put it in my LazyGeeks.com dot com video game new releases for this week. They redid um, Connect Disneyland Adventures. Oh right, 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 right. So. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to make this purchase. Let me put this in the Let me put this in the wish <laughs> list go. real there quick.
0: All right. And that brings us to the end of the headlines. Mm. <laughs> That's a smooth beat, isn't it? Love it. <laughs> so, um all right. So this week this this topic came up mostly because of Adam. Why don't you just just dis- just describe right. what was going on? So I um, the hell that is your life, basically. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the hell that I create. Um no, I I'm gonna be taking the bus to work. Um and it's about an hour and a half trip. So I was like, Oh, I should get a tablet. You know what I mean? I've been wanting to get a tablet anyway to read comics and whatnot. But then I'm thinking, okay, well, I I also need a little something when I go to LA, you know, I mean, yeah, you know, Steve's got the hookup, you got little devices over there, stuff like that, but i like to have my own shit, you know, and, and, and keep it right. Um, so now I'm like, okay, what's better, a tablet, a laptop, which one should I get? You know what I mean? And, and, and what are the benefits of each? And that's not necessarily an easy question to answer. Um, it was 10 years ago (laughs) because, because a laptop and a tablet, they, they have come closer in, in what they do and you're really just dealing with form factor at this point but there's still some pros and cons of each um, but for the average consumer I feel like they're minute enough that they might not know so Steve had an excellent idea of let's explain the differences between the desktop laptop and tablet
0: <laughs>
1: I don't know why I sound like the price is right dude
0: but <laughs>
1: And every time there's an asshole that puts one as the price or one dollar okay. more, you just want to slap I, him. like fuck expect you.
0: Drew Carey to pull his dick out and just whack it across the guy's face. It's like you didn't even fucking didn't try. try. If it
1: was the first dude, he would have pulled his dick yeah.
0: out. <laughs> right, Bob Barker. Hell yeah,
1: womanizing <laughs> motherfucker.
0: Um, well, one of the big differences, and and some people still go with like, well, what do I need a, la- a desktop if I have a laptop? Um, laptops about. Oh, let's say, let's say when we started the podcast uh, seven years ago, there was big differences. You, yes. you if you were going to play, you know, World of Warcraft or anything like that, you would need a really powerful laptop to do that. Uh, desktops, pretty much all desktops, almost ran it.
1: Um, and the cost and, of those laptops, <laughs> yeah. dude.
0: You had a, didn't you have an Alienware laptop at one time?
1: I did. I had. I had the eleven inch yeah. uh, Alienware, and it was. It was a. It was a little beast, yeah, man. I remember that. Yeah, and it was fucking. The, the cool thing is with gaming laptops, and it's starting to get a little bit oh, chill. Yeah, but it's but, but still
0: some of it's a bit ridiculous. <laughs>
1: that fucking little was it an Alienware? I thought
0: it was. Alienware, yeah, I think yeah. it was.
1: I think it was. That thing looked like it wanted to kick your ass. <laughs> it gave. It was me, a smooth it gave looking me dirty laptop. Bugs. That's <laughs> yeah. it was a smooth looking laptop though. Everybody that would turn heads left and right. And the reason I bought it though is because it was small so I could carry it around. It was heavy yeah. though. But I mean this is also what five years ago?
0: Uh, yeah, about five, six yeah about five it, it,
1: years ago. It and like most gaming laptops, it overheated too much <laughs> and broke. You know, so um I think this this conversation really started too because I as a lot of you longtime listeners know, and Steve definitely knows, is I have to analyze things <laughs> to the point of insanity before I make a choice. I'm still like, in the middle of it. I
0: fell asleep it. during his PowerPoint presentation the other day when he was like, <laughs> oh, well, you know, with the, uh, with the Hewlett-Packard, this one actually—
1: You know, one of these days I'm going to make a PowerPoint presentation <laughs> just to piss you I off.
0: I up on the website.
1: <laughs> I'm going to force you to watch it.
0: Um,
1: but <laughs> one and-
0: Adam's head when he's trying to figure shit
1: <laughs> <Right>. out? <laughs> one device— um, that stands out as a testament to the point we're making here is the Surface tablet. So the Surface tablet is a weird device. It's a tablet, you know, obviously, but it runs full Windows. So now you're sitting here going, okay. And and the thing, and Steve was sitting here. Steve made a very good point. He said, I don't know, Microsoft sometimes, you know, the Surface doesn't sell well, and they and they kind of they kind of forget about it, which isn't necessarily as true anymore but his point still stands when compared to other devices Um, but it's it sits there my main question I kept asking it I'm like because he mentioned obviously Android tablet he also mentioned the iPad stuff like that I'm like but why would I buy a device with a mobile OS when I can have Windows 10 you know what I mean so it's kind of it's like an interesting question but then you're like okay well, then just get a laptop. What's the benefit of the laptop? In it's like, fucking Jesus. <laughs> you know. And
0: and then, of course, you know, because Adam and I were discussing as well, because before it got to the – before it even got there, it was – he was thinking of a laptop, you know, just something like to carry around. And, you know, he was – you know, we, we kind of went back and forth as to, you know, what you would do with a laptop. And I'm like, well, what you would do as a tablet, I mean, necessarily, you can essentially do anything you want with a tablet. You can get the X, the Bluetooth keyboard, have it connect to that. And then it turns in, you know, you can do documents and stuff like that. And the reason why, and I know I've said this before and I, and I told Adam, the reason why I went with an, um, uh, uh, an iPad was simply because Apple supports all their products. And continues to do it. I mean, shit, they're still supporting, you know, uh, iPhone 3G out there. But at the same, and, and because at the time that I was looking at this, you know, Google had released again the Nexus and then discontinued it and everybody else, you know, was always that. And then it was always kind of like after a little bit of time, they're not gonna, you know, it's not gonna do anymore. But that was the benefit of, of an iOS. The cool thing about iOS is they only really have one little thing to do. And then, right. and then updates that and then it, it still works because I was looking at well if I have it now and then I don't upgrade for a, another few years it's still going to work just like everything else now the thing the difference between a laptop and a tablet would be weight size, you know, what are you going to, you know, and what are you going to use it for? And to be honest, you know, like with what Adam was going to use it for, I was thinking, well, if you're using it to travel, you know, on the rail at work and stuff like that. And I had even said that I'm going to start using my tablet more is one It's going to be basically, it's like, okay, well you could use the internet, but at the same time I would rather use a tablet because one, I'd be able to, you know, I'd be able to read comics. I'd be able to peruse my email, um, Facebook, uh, and all of that. But I could also store movies on it and then watch movies if I'm, you know, or TV shows, stream Netflix, things like that. And it's less bulky doing it on a tablet than a laptop. Right. But if we're doing like if he's coming here, I would I would probably do like if I was going to his place, I would probably take my laptop and my tablet. My tablet would be like if I'm on the plane or the train or whatever I'm taking. And then the laptop would be, oh, we're doing the show. Okay. I won't because it's a lot easier to do what we do on the show show notes and 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 um, stuff and stuff like that on a laptop than it is on a on a tablet
1: and it becomes there isn't a one size fits all it becomes a very personal choice not only for the workload that the individual is doing but also the individual himself steve brought up another good point is i was looking at the surface now i was like oh well the surface 3 you know, it's 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 a ten inch, but maybe that's too small. I don't know. I'd have to see how my eyes take it. But I wasn't even thinking about this. And Steve goes, "Well, you have pretty big hands, you know, for them keyboards." And I'm like, "You know what? That's a good point." Because he's always you know, you're so, always
0: complaining about your uh, about your texting on your
1: phone, and I have an eight yeah. plus. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so basically, I, it's,
0: a, it's an eight plus, but it's ported to a keyboard, and he still has trouble with that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I've kind of. I think I know where I want to go personally, but I think the ideal setup is to have all three. Yeah. But then we, you know, I asked my wallet and it was like, I don't know. Yeah. my, <laughs> my wallet's
0: like, you know, that's good in theory, but right now, why don't you just go down the corner and buy yourself a Coke? <laughs> cause that's how you right. can afford it right now. Cause for me, the 50 cent joint. Exactly. Too. Don't, exactly. Don't get crazy. Cause, uh, cause for me, I have all three. I, I right. do have a desktop, but the desktop that I use is for the heavy lifting. It's for the show. It's for the editing. It's for all the software that I've got to use for for this stuff. Where I house all my um, all the podcast stuff, artwork, all of that. That and and that requires more resources that a desktop would provide. That's why if you ever see you know true like true creators, you know guys that are you know editing, creating music, stuff like that, they're not using a laptop. They're, they are no. using a, They're if even if they're using an uh, 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 Apple device, they're using a Mac computer.
1: I mean, unless they're like a vlogger, then they can get away with using like a, like a MacBook or, yeah. or something like that. But not when you're doing At, fucking like heavy Photoshop right. and, and stuff if like you're that, your, you want to have a workstation. Like, yeah.
0: Cause if you're doing like your music and stuff, like if you're having music files and then you're doing artwork for that, it's not going to be on a laptop. Laptop's gonna slow down. Everything's gonna freeze on you. You're gonna have a desktop because it's gonna be more powerful. Also, if you're playing fucking World of Warcraft at like max speed and power, right. you're gonna be playing that on a fucking desktop. Well, th- what I like that what, McDonald's what, meme. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> when I think, what I think is, um, a la- laptops and tablets should be. And this is my opinion, so this fits in my life. A laptop and a tablet is an extension of my desktop. Yeah. My my desktop is always the captain of the ship. And then the other two are just when I gotta go somewhere. Because obviously I brought my desktop to someone's house one time because I was gonna be there and I'm like, Oh, I wanna have my computer. That was a pain in the oh, ass. God, yeah. It's just not worth it. You know what <laughs> Hell, I mean? So you have to
0: dig in the back just to disconnect uh you know, disconnect a port. You're just like, Oh, it's just such a pain, pain in the ass. ass.
1: So I don't know. Like for me and and then there's also the two in ones and those are those are an interesting an interesting concept where it's a laptop, but you can flip it all the way back and use it as a tablet. But then the weight is a little weird. The weight is you know? a little and weird, and but
0: it's it also depends on how where the keyboard flips to.
1: Exactly. Because if it
0: flips inside to, like, the back of the monitor where, it you know, the keyboard is hidden from that, okay, that's fine. But if it flips to the back, does it, you know, what if you hit it just in the right spot? And then you look like instead of saying A, you're saying, ah, you know. Well, no, they...
1: They, the keyboards usually deactivate when you flip usually. it. Usually. But even then, you're still <laughs> resting your fingers on the fucking, it's just, it becomes cumbersome. Yeah. And then, and then, um, and
0: then if you're placing it down and something gets stuck, and then it, it, it really becomes an issue. And, and for me, you know, like I have, like, like you said, you know, my desktop is kind of the workstation and then everything else is an extension of it. I mean, I'm a big, big proponent for cloud services. OneDrive is right. on my laptop, my iPad and my desktop so anytime I'll be on my laptop and I'll you know and we use OneNote for uh for show notes if i my laptop or even my phone I'll dip it in t- I'll dip it in there it syncs across all of them and it makes it a lot easier so sometimes on my laptop I'm like oh yeah I write this you know post and then I'll put it in OneDrive so then when I get to my computer I can add pictures to it or create a picture or, or do whatever I can you know add it to whatever so it makes it a lot easier to do but you know that's kind of where that, I think, where some people go, well, I have so many different things. Now you have so many programs that, that uh, connect to one another that it's really, you know, it, it really is now consumer-based as opposed to just technology-based now.
1: Right. And I, I think um, if I were to break down the three into what their main purpose would be, and, of course, this is always subjective to what you're doing. Right. Um, a desktop would be your main hub. That's your main workstation, your main storage device. For for any media you're creating or anything like that, and your main gaming rig, a laptop is an extension of that. So whatever your the main thing you do on your desktop, you want to kind of do it on your laptop if you go somewhere else. So if all you do is game, obviously you're gonna get a gaming laptop. But if you like light like gaming and then but you're also trying to get some work done, then it's different. Like I own I own two laptops technically, but they're not. I bought one for my wife and I bought one for my oldest daughter. Um, my wife has a seventeen inch HP that has an NVIDIA chip in it. And honestly, it's overkill. It's (laughs) it's an I seven, you know, but I I, you know, this is gonna sound cheesy, but my wife deserves it, so I I got it for it. But she really just uses it for fucking (laughs) shut up. (laughs) She uses it for fucking mostly spreadsheets. Right. You know, because she does her work on it, you know, with the new job she has. But she can play a game. It's a desktop replacement laptop. It's it's not really meant. She she brings it from work and home. That's it. She's not carrying it in a bag all the time and fucking running around. My daughter has a 15-inch standard HP, like the, the $550, $600 model. Um, has a 4K touchscreen, but it's it, it runs the, the Intel graphics chip because she's not a gamer. You know, she uses it for schoolwork and watching the occasional movie Um, or sometimes watching movies and doing the occasional schoolwork, (laughs) which is a conversation we've had. (laughs) Um, Now, that laptop actually would work fine for me. But then I'm sitting there with the conundrum of do. But now it can't. It's less portable. now. What if I'm on the train? You know what I mean? Do I want to carry a laptop in my in my my lap? And then there comes a tablet. I think tablets are perfect for media consumption. Yeah reading comic books, reading books, reading. I have a paper white and that I fucking love that thing. You know, we, I use, I use that every night, read a fucking book (laughs) before I go to sleep. Um, but obviously that's a a limited device. It's, it's specifically tailored to do one thing. Um,
0: by the way, the Kindle app for, um, for iOS got a redesign really nice now. So easy, so much easier to pull your stuff in there.
1: All right on. Well, I heard too. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to run an experiment, okay? Because I'm starting to think I need all three. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not need, but just I'll be more comfortable with that. I want a 10-inch tablet, but the price starts going up. You don't want to get a tablet that's going to be so fucking slow that you're not going to want to use right. it. I have the 7-inch – I have three 7-inch Kindle Fires in my house, and they never get used. Because my kids just want to play games, and it's not really a gaming machine, you know. Um, And they just watch TV if they want to watch something. So I'm thinking about grabbing one, and I have a uh, a 16 gig uh, SD card in laying up here. I can put in it and trying to see if that can be my comic book. But then also, you see what apps I can fucking download for. Crap. That's the thing that pisses me off about the fires. Yeah. Is, but actually, I heard you can install the um, Play Store now, pretty easily. So we'll see. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna try it out and see how that works. And if that if a, if a, a tablet that's a little smaller than a ten inch, if that works out for comic books, which is really the only reason I want it, <laughs> <laughs> um, then I can get a regular laptop and be done with. It. Mm-hmm. And I can get my work done on the laptop because I was looking at the the two and ones. And you can get a two in one for three hundred bucks, right? But it's a pretty low powered yeah. machine, and I move pretty quick on computers. And if they stall, it oh fuck, yeah. I I want to throw the fucking thing. So if you want a nice one, we're talking eight nine hundred bucks, you know. And it's I I feel it's going to be something where I'm like, oh look, how cool it is that I can flip it, and then I never do You're it right. because th- when you see how it's advertised. They advertise the, um, you know, a lot of them have the pens. And by the way, if you don't know this, um, if you want, if that pen thing is important to you, like where you're an artist and you can do different pressures and all that, you have to get a laptop that has that in it yeah. because it's it's it has to be um, built into the screen to have a, a capacitive pen and stuff like that. Just FYI. <laughs> um, but I was looking at HP Spectre, um, the Dell XPS, two-in-one, I forget the specific thing they call it, I think, I think they call it the 360 which is incorrect but whatever um, and they they have the the pens and, and all that but then I feel like the flipping thing, I'll start to not do it after a couple weeks I'll never do it yeah. you know, so it's I, I don't want to spend extra money for a feature I'm not going to use because every time it's advertised, it's advertised for the Atsy people the, or, or people who are designing things with the pen, I don't do that you know, so I feel like it's going to be one of those things that's going to become a party trick. Look what my laptop can do. <laughs> and then I'm never going to fucking do right. it, you know. So I might as well just grab a 15-inch, 15.1 or 15.4, whatever it is, inch laptop and, and see about the tablets. Now, if, if I can get this, uh, a normal laptop, and, this, and the 7-inch fire doesn't work for me, then I'll just fucking buy a 10-inch tablet. Yeah. You know, so it's it's kind of whatever at that point. One tablet that actually did impress me—I'll never get it—but the fourteen-inch iPad. This <laughs> motherfucker, that was a beast. I was like, "This is a fucking iPad." I saw this shit at Best Buy. Yeah. I was like, "Jesus!" Like, it's a perfect sign right, for a fucking tablet. Like, if you if you want to, you're trying to watch the movies, read magazines, stuff like that. But fuck, that thing is huge. Yeah. I, I got to give credit though, um. I saw a recent update that's going to come out. It might have already come out for iOS, for the tablets. And it's it's a multi uh, multitasking function. Oh, yeah. Function. Yeah,
0: that's already come out. I think that was iOS 11.
1: Right. You can drag it up. Mm-hmm. I mean, Windows does this too, but it was still cool. And then you can have it as like a sidebar or even a floating window. Mm-hmm. And, and it, I was like, okay, you know, stepping the game up. I, I respected that. But I'm not going to buy it. I don't like Apple. I just... I know, like, if I'm like, okay, fine, let me get one, I'll hate it, because I just don't like their OS. <laughs> <laughs> it, it looks like a toy to well, me. Like, I just don't like. You it. know,
0: one of the things that I, I had said, Adam, you know, because I had, to, I couldn't, I hated an, my iPhone, um, but I like the iPad, and the reason is, is because it's the, it's a different consumption. When I used my, my uh, iPhone, I didn't like the interface for the. phone. I do a lot of shit on my phone. You know, and it was just, it was one of those things where I just didn't like either the apps that I had to pay for, you know, the basic functions, some of that stuff. I really just liked Android and Android, you know, plus with the uh, me, um, extra memory um, slot that I could put it in. That's fine. I did it. You know, I got that. I got back to that. But for the the consumption that I use on a tablet, it doesn't bother me so much. Just on the tablet. Right. If I use a Mac, like, you know, th- that gets annoying, but for simply watching media facebooking uh putting show you know show notes in on um on uh onedrive and stuff like that in and, and watching movies, it's great for watching movies. The color ratio on those things are amazing. It's okay because it's simple and it's like I don't need a whole lot of that for this um but for all the other stuff I need you know phone for my mobile and 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 windows ten for a laptop or a desktop. And I've had people ask me too, like, "You think I should get a? Uh, I have a desktop. but You think I should get a laptop?" It's and then it comes down to, "Well, what do you do? What do you do on? Right. It? You know?" And they're like, "Well, you know, all I do is I really go on Facebook, and you know, I don't really use like the documents and stuff like that. I watch movies on it. Well, then you might want to consider a tablet."
1: Yeah, because if you use your electronic devices. If you're using the, the for just bullshitting around, if, it really doesn't if matter. If you can do
0: what it on you your did. phone, if you're doing all of that shit on your phone, you can do it on a on a tablet.
1: And I and that's one of the main reasons why the the PC market has has gone stale a little bit because most people can do what they want on their phone. Yeah, they just want to check their Facebook, check their Twitter. They they want to check the news every once in a while, look yeah. up a restaurant, uh, you do know. a quick
0: uh, Skype or FaceTime call.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. And you can do, I could do this podcast on the phone. Yeah. Technically. Doesn't sound as good, but but, you know, (laughs) it doesn't sound as good and it's more of a pain in the ass, but we did it once when my internet went out and I was like, fuck it. I pulled the phone (laughs) out. But, um, you know, it's, it's, you can do basic functions on all of these devices now. And that's what I was saying is the lines are very blurred now, but when you have, you really have to sit down and go, what exactly do you want? I'm a very technology kind of guy. You know, a lot of what I do is on technology. So, okay, having a tablet and a laptop and a desktop, I will use all three yeah, of those devices. That makes sense to me, <laughs> right? Like, I'll 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 make use of them. But the average person, when you have three devices and all you do is watch Netflix, now you have three Netflix devices, <laughs> right? So you're just wasting money at
0: that point. And two of them are right at that point.
1: You're, you're wasting your money at that point. So, and it, it kind of brings to. Um, Like my daughter, my my daughter, she does online high school. Um, She's actually, I give her a lot. I I talk a lot of shit, but she's she's doing a lot better. She got a B on her English final. I don't know how because I speak to her on a daily basis. It doesn't sound like she got a B on her English final. (laughs) You always hear. Um, uh, 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 Remember, remember uh, that uh, SNL
0: skit. Okay.
1: You know what bothers (laughs) me that teenagers do Uh. instead of saying "what you," they say "what you." Oh yeah, what you. And I'm like, what are you fucking sneezing? Like It just, I don't know. Well, let, me, let me
0: ask you something.
1: Can you do me a favor and fucking enunciate? <laughs> like, Jesus. Um, no, but anyway, um, <laughs> that that laptop is all she'll ever
0: need. Yeah.
1: And if it wasn't for the school, tablet would have been fine. Yeah. You know, because I have another daughter, my five-year-old. She doesn't need a laptop. She just wants to watch fucking Disney shows. Yeah. So we, we bought her a little seven inch tablet and it has a kid's case on it. And sometime we don't let her do it all day, but we'll, we'll pull it out and she can watch a little show on, it. you know, we even got a princess headphones that, that they have a volume limiter on them. <laughs> real parent <laughs> right, shit, right. you know? Um, But it's, it's, that's my main point is that it's subjective to what you want to do. So if you're, if you're sitting there and you're, you're like me and you're like, damn, which do I need? You might not come to the conclusion that, oh, I need all three. Yeah. You know, cause that's, that's a techie dude, right. a techie person is going to want all three. If you're the average person, you probably only need one.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and it's most likely not a desktop shit. Nowadays, most people don't need desktop. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I've know a lot of people that don't have never owned a desktop. They, they just have had laptops. Yeah. And, and, and if be, to you be know,
0: honest, most of the time. Yeah. I mean, if it wasn't pretty much, it's like for me, if it wasn't for the show or doing editing or anything like that, I probably would have a laptop I just solely have a laptop too.
1: Well the the main the main reason I have a desktop is because I like to build them. Mm. And Laptops and I are also a
0: harder to fuck with.
1: Right. Like you can do some minor upgrades to a laptop, but you can't keep upgrading yeah. it. Eventually you hit a wall and you're like I have to buy a new laptop. And that's fine. I'm fine with that as long as I got a desktop. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cuz my desktop's custom built and I can fuck with it. I can do whatever the hell I want. I know exactly what's going on with it at all times. Um, so I have more freedom that way. Um, tablets are even worse than laptops you can't customize those at all. You know, you shouldn't even open those, you know, but I'm, I'm actually right now just to, to, to give a, a a state of the union. What I'm thinking, if, if, if I had the money right now and I'll have it pretty soon, um, is I get a laptop, like a 500, $600 laptop and, and a, um, on the cheaper side, like the I five surface as my tablet. Mm. That's where I'm at right now. But the tablet choice would probably change if, if anything changed, because why do I need, why do I have a laptop and then my tablet runs windows? and it make sense? <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's, a month long discussion with myself.
0: Yeah. We'll probably come back to this at some point later on. And at the beginning of the year, we'll probably end up returning to this (laughs) because Adam will have something else to say. (laughs) All right. So I think on that note, we can uh, wind down with what the actual fuck. So mine came from (laughs) CNN, (laughs) CNN. (laughs) What are you trying to do here? So uh, you may have missed their, ad this week that basically called out Trump supporters and uh, Trump and fake news. Here's the, the, uh, the ad that they ran this week. This is an apple. Some people might try to tell you that it's a banana. They might scream banana, banana, banana over and over and over again. They might put banana in all caps. You might even start to believe that this is a banana. But it's not. This is an apple. So I saw that.
1: So they're they're obviously making a, a fake news comment. Right, right, right.
0: So, um, of course, uh, this comes from Huffington Post. Um, there, they started even a hashtag #FactsFirst. Um, apple ad, and it's uh, and uh, Huffington Post brought I guess CNN's new. F- Hashtag facts first, Apple ad sparks debate over banana truthers. So, <laughs> <laughs> so some people love the ad, others, especially Trump supporters, slammed the network over it. But uh, more than a few also pointed out CNN's own history of giving airtime to some extreme views, or in some cases, banana truthers. Here is some just some of the responses. Uh, one guy put up on Twitter, up next on CNN, Jeffrey Lord and uh, Corey Lebowski on how how it's a really a banana and you just don't get it. Uh, another one was CNN then invites banana Truthers on air to explain why they call it a banana. They give banana people and the Apple people equal airtime. Uh, this ad works only if the network promises to stop booking banana truthers. <laughs> the
1: two, the two problems I have with this, cause the ad itself is perfect. Right. The ad makes sense. But the first problem I have is the source. Right. Because it's kind of hypocritical. Right. And, and, what was the second problem? Oh, the second problem I have is the Trump supporters talking shit about it because the ad itself is perfect. Right. So what what are you talking shit about? Well, like, the
0: problem that they the problem that uh, that I have with with this is the um is yeah, I mean, CNN being one of those that actually explains facts first is is a bit of a stretch. You right. know, considering how
1: this ain't the 90s anymore. Right,
0: this ain't the 90s anymore. Uh the also another fact is is that their whole rating system is based on the banana people. Yep. Everything about it. so
1: it's like isn't And it's not just CNN.
0: No, it's not just it's not just CNN, but they have done it the most. You know, every time you turn on there it's like we have these supporters here talking about why this is, and it, and all the airtime they give is to these people so it's like how are you being facts first when you're talking to when that's who you're, do that's where your ratings boost is coming from, you know? Right. And um, and to me, um, this particular there's a little that I got this clip, but there's a little bit of a of a double back on this clip, so it's not the most cleanest. But I cannot take a network seriously when this is something that actually happened on air.
1: But his flavor still driving, still driven at the age of one hundred and three round
0: around, Coatesville, Pennsylvania. It gets back again. But Ms. still
1: driving, driving, still driven still at the driven. age of 103. Toodle around, Coatesville, Pennsylvania. And you know when she's coming. No mistaken, her
0: 79 two-tone Coupe deville But I think the story here is she's 103, 104 next month. And she looks 25 years younger. His Flamer, this Flamer, the shout-out's for you.
1: Why do you call yourself a nigga? Nigga, 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 nigga. Cause I'm a motherfucking nigga. Nigga, nigga. nigga. Now on the note of music, we aired some music just a few minutes
0: ago. And obviously, for those of you that heard it, it was the wrong music uh, that aired. And we apologize for that. It was a terrible mistake. And we're working very hard to make
1: up for it. Back after a quick break. Why do you even have that music (laughs) queued up? I know. Like... (laughs) This is ridiculous. Listen. First of all, the what, what was that from CNN? Mm-hmm. First of all, that is some morning local news fluff shit, right. and that's the real <laughs> issue with me. Is and and I and I've been telling Steve lately, and it's kind of a joke, but I'm not joking. Where I say I want my news to be boring. If if I'm listening to to a news network that tells me important political news important things around the world that we really should know, right. it should be boring. You should just be listing facts and telling me what's going on. Not fucking talking about some dumb shit. And who, what ghetto <laughs> motherfucker had that queued up? That's what I want to know. I want to
0: know whose last day was it?
1: <laughs> That's real talk. <laughs> who who was like, you know what? I'm leaving. They telling me I ain't getting no pension. Fuck these bitches. I got this shit Oh, Or cut somebody up else was like why. What?
0: Oh, yeah, I don't do nothing. Oh, I don't do shit. Okay, <laughs> fine. I'm leaving, but I have this cube. Just hit this button when that means I'm going to go get grab a cigarette while you dip. And you
1: Right. Out. I'll be in the smoke room. <laughs> fuck these bitches. I'm out. <laughs> and it ain't going to be a cigarette either. You know, just get the fuck out of here. <laughs> the, CNN has really fallen great. Oh, yeah. And and CNN was what was I liked CNN back. Then. Yeah. You know, and and I think that they they held on for a lot longer than some of the other ones Mm -hmm. did, but they fell for the same ratings fucking grab as all the other ones did. And it's yet another reason why don't watch news read it. Because it's it's just silly. It's it's fucking ridiculous. And it's embarrassing. You get fucking other countries like the BBC. Does the BBC slanted sometimes? Yes. But do they give me a factual account of what happened? <laughs> yes, they do. Like, they, I, I actually walk away from, and every morning, actually, I listen to um, two things. Every morning, because I listen to podcasts all day at work, I listen to, I think it's called The Daily, which is the New York Times, like, morning report. And it's, like, 20, 30 minutes. Um, I'll listen to that, because it's, the, out of American news, I like I like the New York Times. Um, they're slanted, but I can at least tell when they're slanted. Right. Um, and then I also listened to the BBC's report. Um, and the BBC report kind of focuses on one thing. It's it's usually like 30 minutes, but the last one I I I, I listened to was um a perfect example of what I'm talking about of uh, the right way to do it, where they were talking about the Kenyan elections right now are a fucking shit show. Mm-hmm. Is people saying we're not even gonna vote because it's fucking rigged, rigged you know? and then the president's like well, fuck you. That's your right. You don't have to vote. It, but I walked away from it knowing exactly what happened. There was no opinion. Yeah. Like, I just knew what was happening in Kenya. Is it that important for me to know what's happening? It is to me. But in the <laughs> long run, it isn't. But it's, I, don't, I can't stand, it. and luckily, I am lucky, and I know Steve is, is lucky too, where we have the ability to know when someone's trying to bullshit yeah. us. But a lot of people don't. A lot of people walk around with blinders on. A lot of people, you, you know, know, see
0: something on Facebook. That's oh, that's happening, and then they don't read the article. They just tweet the headline re- or um, share the headline. In which case, you know, the only time that's good is when you're doing a meme.
1: Yeah, when you're trying to be funny, yeah. you know. But or it's the onion. I don't know. <laughs> I hate the onion onion. because sometimes sometimes they catch me, bro. (laughs) Like I'll see it and I'll be like, "Wait, what?" And I'm like, "Fucking onion!"
0: (laughs) Like the other, like what was it? The the one uh, was uh, 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 government ops uh uh, allows people to uh, opt in on no kill uh list. Yeah,
1: that one didn't get me. That was (laughs) I I can't remember the last one that my
0: favorite one that I saw was, uh, and it came out literally just after um that. Uh, that ad came out was uh, CNN morning meeting brought, um, focuses on what to scare people with for the rest of the day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the the twenty four hour news cycles is, is was the beginning of the oh, end. Yeah. That's that's all I'm oh, saying. Yeah, it, you have to fill there you is to fill that time. It is not necessary. Even it's not necessary for you to know what's going on every second of the day. It, back in the day. People went to work, they lived their lives in their town, and then they would go home, and then at night, or even in the morning before they went to work, they would catch up on kind of the highlights of the day. I
0: mean, I would go live my life, come home, unless it was like, you know, some assassination attempt or some, you know, national disaster.
1: That's different, right? But then
0: you come home, my parents would turn on the news at four o'clock till six, and we'd watch local news. You know, Mm -hmm. and then that's after six o'clock. We'd go and eat dinner, watch our evening shows, and then maybe tune on at eleven or ten, depending on what network it was. And then that was it.
1: And actually, local news is okay. Yeah, like it's it's okay because it's first of all it's information about your neighborhood, like where you live. Local morning news is weird. It's really just a talk show. You know, they're not really talking about news. But um, I watched a little. I used to watch when I had regular television mm-hmm. i would watch the local news um but then you have to be careful with that now too yeah. because it's it, you know you got fox news and this news and that news it's it's usually slanted towards whoever the majority is in the state right. so in arizona it's really weird right now because i guess we are technically a red state but it's kind of 50 yeah. 50 you know because we have a lot of colleges here and a lot of young people bringing in the, uh, the more liberal ideas and stuff like that. So it, it's, it becomes a weird, <laughs> you don't know, they, these motherfuckers look confused on TV. They don't know what to say, <laughs> you know. Um, but I think the best in my, and I'm only 32, I'm not that old. At least that's what I tell myself. <laughs> I think the best experience I've had with news is when I was a kid, when I was like 10 or 11, my my grandfather he never watched the news. He said watching the news is trash because they're all trying to bullshit. That's what he'd always tell you. Even when we moved here, he would buy the Times. Um, he would buy it every Sunday, by the Sunday edition of the Times. Sunday edition of a newspaper for for our young cats out there that don't know is usually a Cliff Notes of the week. Like they'll tell you everything that happened that week right. that was big. So it's he like would he would get that. On exactly. <laughs> But that was more relevant. Right. <laughs> um, he would buy the Sunday edition of the Times, which was expensive. I think that's why he didn't buy it every day, because when you're outside of New York, the Times is kind of expensive. Um, it was, I think, 150 then. Mm-hmm. It's 250 now, because I buy it sometimes, just when I'm feeling nostalgic. <laughs> um, and he would read the news, and he would, he would tell me what was going on and stuff like that. That was literally the best way I can think of to consume world news because well one for me it was going through the filter of someone who i thought was intelligent but then also it wasn't it didn't dominate my life yeah you know the things that trump does as much as it is important it shouldn't dominate your day-to-day life yeah because really at the end of the day all you're doing is is giving yourself stress that you don't need there's nothing you can fucking do about it so there's no purpose now a big thing you know if north korea wants to fucking lob a bomb out in the ocean. Okay, fine, we'll hear about that. But if Trump says something stupid, who fucking cares? Yeah. You know, it's not important. It's 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 fucking it started this this imaginary race war that everybody's fucking drowning on about. And I I do think though and I'll, I'll end with this cuz this is supposed to be just the what the fuck <laughs> section, but um we
0: haven't even gotten to yours yet.
1: I think people are starting to wake up slowly. People are starting to go. You know what? Can you just tell me the fucking news? I think a, a large portion of people, kind of that silent majority, the ones that you don't hear all the time right. because you only hear on the f- twisted fucking news. Right. Most of like Steve and I, and, and just the average person are, are going. Can you just tell me the information and shut the fuck up? I don't. I don't care about your because I
0: know there's more than just him going on. It's like that's what I want to know. I want to know exactly. other stuff that's going on.
1: Or give me both sides, oh, right. you know, and not in a talking head segment. Like I want it broken down. Like one thing, a perfect example of that and I love when they do it is when there's a presidential election mm-hmm. and you'll see on the paper or whatever, they'll say, this is what this one says. And this is what that one says. And it's right next to each yeah. other, you know, and, and I just like that. I, I think if we're in, it sounds conspiracy style, but they don't want you to be informed. They want you to be angry. Yeah. Because if you're angry, you'll keep watching. You'll keep buying into the bullshit. Yeah. If you're informed, you won't. Because yeah. you'll already know what's going on. And you'll see through the and bullshit. you'll have your so. opinion. Exactly. And that's it. That's all I want to mm-hmm. say. That's it. Anyway, mine is funny. So we can, <laughs> we can lighten the mood a little bit. So fast food junkie. This is from Huffington Post, of course. Fast food junkies with a fear of clowns may want to reconsider where they eat this Halloween. Burger King is hoping to attract thousands of clowns to five select restaurants this Tuesday by offering each location's first 500 clown-clad guests a free Whopper sandwich. The locations are in Miami, Boston, Los Angeles, Austin, and Salt Lake City. Specific addresses can be found below. Um, If you go to lazygix.com, show notes, all the way at the bottom, bam. It says, I see you, Burger King. (laughs) News of the offer came in the release of a particular creepy YouTube video that shows a man being chased by the painted characters until he reaches a Burger King restaurant. Once inside, he's met by a sinister looking yellow and red suited clown that resembles Ronald McDonald, McDonald's mascot and Burger King's arch rival. So, this is this is why I love this, okay? One, Burger King's doing a couple different things here. They're capitalizing on the popularity of it. Obviously. Right. Um, But then they're also just like, not even low-key. But they're they are fucking dogging McDonald's. This dude looks like it's the same colors, but he he looks different enough where they can't sue. Right, McDonald's can't sue. But they they have it in the video where he's kind of in the shadows, and it looks like just a pissed off Ronald McDonald. <laughs> the 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 thumbnail for the video on this thing looks like Ronald McDonald about to drop the sickest mixtape <laughs> you ever seen in your life. Like it's. It's so great. And it, it you start it and it's like, I want my Whopper. you know, And it's just really fucking creepy. I think it's just great. I think it was great marketing. Um, is McDonald's going to get upset? Probably. You know, just right, probably. Just a little bit. But uh, another thing from here, it said, uh, where was it? Uh, we don't usually talk about clowns, said Alex Makedo, president of North America's Burger King brand, in a statement. But for this Halloween, come dressed as a clown to eat. Like a king. So that's the tag. Come dress like a clown to eat like a king. Um, And this is earlier this month, the restaurant snuck an ad into the credits of a screening of it in Germany to poke fun at McDonald's clown connection. Just before the credits were about to roll at the end, a sign flashed up on the screen reading "The moral is Never Trust a Clown." <laughs> it's just, I love it. I and right. Wendy's does shit like this too, like Wendy's Twitter and it just silly shit. Yeah. McDonald's is always like the super serious one, and then everyone else is just cracking on them. And of course, they're quick cr- because they're on top. Right, right. But I, I just, I just love it, man. It was, it made me laugh a little too hard. And the, and, the, and the YouTube video creeped me out a little bit. I'm not going to lie. You know, but that's it. <laughs> we'll, end on, we'll end on a funny note. That, go. Steve, that's our episode for this week. Please rate and review the show on iTunes and anywhere else. There's a rate and review section because it helps us out. If you want to catch any of the back catalog, of course, on Stitcher, iTunes, iHotRadio, Radio, and Google Play Music, as well as the website, thelazygeeks.com. If you want to suggest stories for this show, you can definitely do that uh, by sharing them on our Facebook and Google Plus pages. Uh, also, we are on Twitter and Instagram, both under the name The Lazy Geeks, one word. Um, and any feedback is always appreciated. So drop by TheLazyGeeks.com or send it to our mailbag at thelazygeeksnetwork at gmail.com.
0: And you can find me on tw- the internet, on Twitter at a middle-aged geek, Instagram, middle underscore geek. And you can check out my other podcast every Wednesday, the Extended Play Movie Podcast. This week, we conclude our discussion on composers, and this week we talk about the rock composer, Hans Zimmer. So if you've heard movies like, oh, I don't know, Dunkirk, the the dark knight trilogy wonder woman batman v superman you've definitely heard his music uh you can grab it on itunes stitcher and google play music follow my facebook page facebook.com slash the middle geek and you can check out my other musings at themiddleagegeek.com
1: and you can find me on switch no i'm just kidding <laughs> uh on, on twitter switch. at sapien sapien tlg
0: and be sure to tune in on Friday for our Just Another Podcast episode. And don't forget to check out Wednesday, our Star Trek Discovery recap. Um, we'll be discussing episode seven. That'll bring us down to after seven. That's like two more till the break. So that is it for us this week. So until next time, peace out. This has been a
1: production of the Lazy Geeks Network. Available only at thelazygeeks.com.